Power Ranger conventions. What are some of them? What ones have we been to? We're just kind of chatting about them. I'm Rhino. I'm Ken. And we are the Podcast Rangers. Rangers. everyone and welcome to the show i am your host rhino as always joined by my co-host ken and like i said in the intro we're here to chat about power rangers convention some that we've been to which i know we spoke about a little bit in our introduction episodes um the who are we episode and uh we just wanted to talk a little bit about some stuff that is happening in the world i know oftentimes we keep this podcast very um less news oriented and more discussion based that way it's a little more evergreen and it doesn't feel as dated and um but you know there's some big changes happening in the world right now with covid-19 the coronavirus uh, with social distancing that's going to become the new norm for a while or f- going forward and stuff and and that is having a major impact on a lot of things and some of those things are conventions you know um uh, this year San Diego Comic-Con was canceled and uh, Power Power Morphicon was canceled, and it's just it's it's been kind of one big convention after another that's been canceled. But I thought we could talk a little bit about uh, maybe some of the conventions that we've we've experienced personally uh, in terms of Power Rangers. So that would be PMC and Ranger Stop, and uh, and then talk about maybe what we feel like that experience is going to look like in the future. So it's just kind of just a chat, you know, just chatting like we normally do. Fantastic. All right. So do you want to kick things off with things that uh, we've been to and then roll into the um, more? Well, let's kind of. Yeah, let's start with the let's start with the big one. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, no. Yeah, we're going to start. We're going to start with the official Power Morphicon that was that was canceled just recently, just this week as of recording this and uh, has been moved or. I don't know if they consider it canceled or just postponed, but it's been moved to June of 2021, which I actually think is a better date than, than the first week of September, considering like, I I know a lot of us in the fandom who do attend these conventions are, um, you know, adults and whatnot, but uh, you know, there's teachers and, and things like that, that I have to go back to school. It was also the week after star Wars celebration that was taking place in Anaheim. And then it's just one of those where it didn't feel, it was like, it felt to me like it was maybe like two or three weeks too late. It should have been earlier in August, but June seems great because it's the end of the year. And now maybe some parents can bring their kids to share the experience with and, and whatnot. So I'm okay with the new, the new date. That doesn't really bother me. I'd rather, I'd rather be, I'd rather attend it with a safer state of mind. And hopefully at that point in the world, will that's where we'll be by then. That's, you know, a, more than a year away from where we are mm-hmm. as of recording this. And, you know, this is something this sort of stuff changes on a daily basis. And I am a personally, I practice, you know, better safe than sorry. So I'd rather lean more on the restrictive side now in order to, you know, to, to make it better later and to save lives and, you know, all that stuff. But, um, Ken, you've never been to power Morphicon, have you? No, I have not. It's just, uh, something well, I like to rub. I've your been face. non-attending and purchased a ticket to. Power oh, Morphicon. okay. All right. Well, that's good because I've always kind of wondered about that stuff too. So, um, so for those of you who don't know, power Morphicon takes place. Um, generally it's in Pasadena, um, every other year, but, 
the last one they had, which was in 2018, actually took place in Anaheim. And that was fun because you could just go to Disneyland after, which you could still go to Disneyland from Pasadena. It's just about an hour. Maybe it's like, maybe it's like somewhere between an hour and an hour, half hour and a half drive. So Pasadena is definitely a little more easily, uh, it's a little easier to get to universal studios, Hollywood out that way, but I really enjoy Pasadena. Um, it's got kind of, um, like a small city vibe to it. And, um, there's a lot of cool, cool stuff to see there. I mean, you can go see doc Brown's house from back to the future. Um, there's some, there's some good breweries. Uh, you're not familiar. Have you heard of this film? Oh, it's a film. It's a film. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to tell you. There's only one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Times three, but it's fine. Yeah. What? Yeah, I know, right? Um, no, but I, I've I've gone to those. The first one I went to was in I went to 2016 and I went to 2018 and I had purchased my ticket already for the for the 2021, which was the one that you got the non attending membership. Uh, it would have been what was the last year that uh, 2018 was the last one. Okay, so that it had to have been that one because I I remember I purchased it because it was the last year that. Uh, Bandai had the license for the figures and there was going to be a Dracon figure. That's the only yes. reason I purchased it. That was 2018. Yeah, I have that figure. Um, I know there was a huge fiasco with that situation. <sighs> uh huh. I can, as a person who did not attend, uh, who was following that fiasco as it was happening, uh, I can ex- tell you the nightmare that that was. Did you end up getting your figure? Yes, I okay. got it. And I got the little like clamshell thing that like protects it, which I'm glad apparently some people who did get them got theirs destroyed because they didn't order the, the little like box shell thing. But that well, it, it was crazy that that com- well, that day that I think it was the first day of the convention, there was a huge problem admitting people there. Were, my friend was standing in line to get in for like six hours. And because uh, I was like, Oh, well, I don't want to be there. Like, I can't remember what time it opened, like four. I was like, well, I don't need to go there at four. I'll go at like six. So like the line's gone in or something like that. And then he was like sending me photos. And I was like, maybe I'll go back and join him in line. And then and then the merchandise issue on top of that was just it was a rough start that year. Which so they they offered a a non-attending badge. um, And I as this was prior to me knowing you, Mm -hmm. uh, was it? yeah like, uh we... yes because we met uh in the beginning of 2019 it was like okay. it was a star wars themed thing i went to with courtney and that was in yep. like i don't know like february maybe of 2019 yeah um so and that was the thing where she was like oh my fiance is really likes power rangers and, and like, i went go on sure everybody says that and then you knew more than mighty morphin and i went okay he knows his stuff. You're like, and I said, I've he got this mentioned idea. time force. <laughs> got this idea for a podcast. Uh huh. Go on. I listen to podcasts. <laughs> so, um, a lot of our conversations actually go like that. Go on. A lot of breathy talk. Um, so I had, uh, what? I, I went back and forth, uh, pretty much with myself and like one of my other friends who, who, um, has like a family and and fights with like spending money. I'm very particular about like spending a ton of money on things. Like the most I spend on stuff is like for action figures, like 20 bucks is like, I'm like, that's good. Like 30, maybe depending on what it is. Maybe. Yeah. But like, I'm not like high end statue person. Um, And you and I have like talked back and forth about like, well, getting like legacy lightsabers and things like that, like props Mm. and things like that. And I'm just always like, ah, like I'm, like 
the family that I grew up on, I'm very particular about spending money. So the Power Ranger figures, knowing what they were up to that point, especially for the legacy line, I was like, well, 20 bucks is about what they're worth. If that, but it was a Dracon figure. And I was like, that's probably some of the best stuff to come from Power Rangers. Well, I was, I think it was the first time there was kind of any sort of big merchandise related to that, to, to the comic books, the studio stuff. And so that, that it was a big deal on top of that, you know, and uh, everybody goes all the non you like whoever you like. I don't care. I'm not going to sigh and roll my eyes when people say Tommy's their favorite power ranger. I get Mm -hmm. it. That's fine. Um, but you know, that was the other part of it. It's a Tommy character. It's, it's this evil character. It's this whole, it's, it's one thing after another, you know, and I think that that, I don't know if it was announced, but you know, the idea behind that, that, um, legacy line was that they were kind of limited too, I think. Yes. At least that one was. That one was specifically limited because it was supposed to be exclusive to that convention. And there were two non-attending badges you could get. That was like Yellow Ranger and Blue Ranger. And only one of those could you purchase extra items uh, to have shipped to you. And so what happens when you're doing a non-attending badge is you pay the money up front and you Mm -hmm. select the item. So it's essentially like if you're signing up for like, say, like Disney's 5Ks or 10Ks or what have you, like you're purchasing well in advance and you're picking the thing that you want and they'll either you'll go to that event or if it's like one of the virtual runs, they'll mail it to you after the fact. Very much that same thing. You're purchasing it and then you're waiting months and months and months. Um, I want to say like it was because uh, if it happened, it would have happened in the like you're saying September of 2018, right? No, it was uh, it was definitely August. OK, so it was I was purchasing in I want to say like if not and the tickets. The very, can- well, yeah, I was going to say tickets usually go on year one year on sale one year before, I think. I've, but but it's it was it was definitely in it was like it was July or August. I August. feel like I purchased my Power Morphicon ticket like after they because they announced the exclusive item after the normal tickets were on sale. Yes. Um, and I sat on like I had the tab open on my phone. Um for a while debating if I wanted to buy it. Um, so I was like, I don't know. That's a lot of money. Cause the figure was not cheap. It wasn't like a normal priced figure. Right. But it was, it was one of those things where it's like, well, it's only going to be at this convention. And um, it, it was less than 30. Was it? No, maybe it wasn't. Maybe you're right. Maybe well, it was so, like 50 bucks. Uh, I registered. Um, Are you trying to find the receipt now? I have emails and stuff in here. Okay, because I, I, yeah, I, well, they had, so anyways, for people who don't know these conventions, um, sometimes we'll get exclusive merchandise. So they had that. There was a, a black and gold uh, Megazord pop that was um, the Funko pop, and it was kind of the larger sized one. In June, I got an email about the, because I had apparently asked a question about the, because I was like, I have a non attendee badge, and I see that you're doing a pop. Uh, pop. So I was like, so that's, uh, I think January is when I, yeah, January 22nd is when I purchased my ticket. Well, the, the dates were definitely August 17th through the 19th. I yeah. looked that up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're absolutely right on that. It's just like, I have emails back and forth. Cause I was like, that was the thing like too, like communication between trying to figure out what was going to be available, how you were going to be able to get it. And like all that stuff became much more muddy as it got closer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's because of like, 
part due to like Bandai, like and what they were shipping because they were probably like about that point they were just like washing their hands of stuff. Yeah, well that that was a big thing that actually was happening. Is they they had kind of like it was like they were committed to do it, but they were like, eh. like, so, um, I guess like, why don't you speak to, I guess like, did you get your figure at the convention? I did, but I, I like waited and kept walking around until there was no line to, to go up and get it. And my figure was there. So I, cause I had the, I had two Dracon figures cause I got one for a friend and I had, the, I got the Megazord pop and that's all I, that's all I got. I, I wasn't even going to get the pop, but I, um, they didn't really release a regular version of that pop. That regular version of the pop was exclusive to a convention in Australia. So I was like, well, I'll get this. But Which then I have, a friend, it? I have a friend in Australia that say it sent me the, that one as well. Or the, the like metallic one was exclusive to Australia or something. I don't know. It was really weird how they chose the Megazord one to be this really difficult one to get. I know I have one that was offered on entertainment earth after the fact, and it was not the same one that was offered. I don't think no. Cause they made a glow in the dark one. They made a black and gold one, which was the Morphicum one. And they made a metallic one, but then I do believe there is just a regular one too. I think I have a glow in the dark one. Um, but yeah. Um, so regardless, you know, there's like exclusive merch that you can get. If you sign up for PMC, there's like different levels you can get attending or non attending where you can get like, they'll, they'll make like a sweatshirt that'll come with it or a t-shirt, uh, you know, usually it's like a bag or something like that. Um, I have enjoyed my experiences at the convention. I, I liked the Pasadena one a little better just because I'm always in Anaheim for, for work and not cause I don't like that convention, but just because it felt, uh, I mean, there was definitely a lot of cosplayers there, but that convention in Anaheim is massive convention hall. Um, so it was like Pasadena is the size of what this one is. Uh, you know, I can, I can see where maybe, maybe they wanted it to be a little bit bigger, but I felt like they kind of ended up in a space that was the same size as Pasadena. So I don't know, regardless of the decision, both, both places were, were a great experience for me. Um, you know, made, made some friends at this convention. Uh, I, I, I basically bought a ticket for the 2016 one and was like, well, I'm going to go. I am an adult. I will rent a hotel and, and I'll just go and hopefully I can make a friend while I'm there or something like that. And I ended up making friends before. And then they were like, well, we're, let's all rent this house together. And I was like, okay, don't murder me in my sleep. And they only tried twice during the trip. So that was fine. Um, Luckily you had your legacy weapons to protect you. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, this is pre before I'd ever even put on a Power Ranger suit too, so it was cool to to go and do this experience. And we, you know, we we'd go to the convention, we'd go out to eat somewhere, we'd go like exploring uh, Hollywood or um, you know wherever. And so it, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, it was it was a great experience, and I would recommend it to anybody. I don't know that I would go all the way through all the different members. I'm not going to go through the memberships or anything I, like that. I but. wouldn't. Um, I for the because you get different stuff and you get guaranteed different stuff with those. And that changes on a year to year basis anyway, from yeah. what I've gathered. So and you can buy a lot of times you can end up buying some of it there. Like I know the design for the sweatshirt this year was the three helmets from beast morphers. Um, Cause mm-hmm. generally what happens at Morphicon is they have the, since um, Nickelodeon has been doing the cast change every two years, they'll have a, a panel. The big panel will be a Saturday panel with the current cast all there. And then, uh, they'll kind of they'll introduce the new cast, so you'll see the new cast for the first time, and they'll come out with their suits, holding their helmets and stuff. And so this is the first year where that's going to get thrown off because the convention is in June, unless 
production on season 28 of Power Rangers was kind of put on hold, which I, I have right. to assume. I'm not sure the situation in New Zealand, but um, I'm, I'm sure I, I mean, I'm sure they've cast some people this far, maybe. But it's also that they they started later on Beast Morphers. And then so I think this one's going to start even later. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But um, I'm sure they'll do something special still. But um for the non-attending stuff, I would say, like, in terms of if it's worth it or not, um, the cost they, is... Do they mail it to you, right? Yes. So yeah. you're... Um, Obviously, I don't know how you'd get it if they didn't right? mail it. That was a stupid uh, question. And, that, like, the communication, like, when they are, like, getting prepped to mail that stuff, the thing that I will say with the, how limited this item was and watching the Facebook posts and all this other stuff, that was a nightmare because you put money into this and you're like, well, I, I'm going to get this. I'm guaranteed to get this. And yeah. then the talk online was like, they're sold out. Like the lines are ridiculous. Like you're, and it's dependent on what they have left from the convention at that point, mm-hmm. which was never stated before because they were assuming they were getting a certain number from Bandai, but Bandai, I, I seemingly probably sent them less. So they were like, well, it's dependent to fulfill orders. It depends on what we have left. So I was worried the entire time that I wasn't going to get my figure. And I didn't hear for a while what was going to happen. And yeah. then it came out as like, so people with multiple orders, like multiple figures in their orders were canceled. And yeah, I, did. I saw that. Yeah, There were reports online of like people going and buying like three figures at the convention or things like that, like buying multiple at the thing and not, they weren't going to be able to fulfill orders. So luckily I had only ordered one because I'm only me. I only need one. And it's one of those things like toy galaxy is a, a guy who does a lot of like toy figures. And it's like, take one, leave one for the next person, like next collector. Like don't be a jerk about it. So well, I, I, yeah, my- I'll only buy them for like, if you had like, if you had asked me to go, it was basically yeah. my friend who, who always helps me find the legacy ones that I'm missing. I got one for him. Because right. we, we always send each other stuff back and forth. And so. I mean, like, that's what you and I do. Like, if if one of us is out when we could go out, like, it would be one of those things. It's like, hey, do you need this? There's two here. Yeah. Like, and it's immediate, like, texting at that time. And if it's like the other person doesn't respond, it's like you leave it. Right. Um, and it's not like for taking it for, like, malicious purposes or to, like, to resell it and, like, make a huge profit. Like, it's it's one of those things like and that's some people that's their kind of like bread and butter and whatever i don't really generally have a problem with it unless you're making like an exorbitant amount of money and like kind of fleecing people but uh luckily i had only gotten the one figure and my order was fulfilled fine um i kept mine in the box which i rarely do anyway uh which i think is like the difference between you and i like you i I open my stuff uh because i'm like well it's only me i don't care i open my stuff i just don't have space for it right now so i just kept all i kept all the legacy figures in their boxes because i was literally like i can't display these the way i want definitely with the dracon one it's good you kept it in the box because apparently his like hips lie and they're all all weekly so i kept mine in the box um and I was like, well, this is kind of like a, a one-off piece. It's the last thing that Bandai is going to pretty much do. Um, and it's for a convention that I'll never get to go to. So I have it. And I got like, I got an autographed picture by uh, a couple of the Rangers. Like they just included a bunch of stuff. I got lanyards um, and posters and stuff like that. So it was neat. Like it was like a awesome care package. And I've, I don't remember like if I got shipping notifications. So it just showed up one day. I feel like I remember. And I was like, holy smokes, like, this is crazy. Like, I don't know. It was great. Um, 
I'm, I would have been much more upset if I spent that money and I didn't get the figure and they had to like go through the refund process. Cause I do believe there's like some sort of like, you're guaranteed to get this much money back, but we hold a deposit of this much or something. I don't know the logistics of that, but um, I feel like that was something in there. Like you were, t- it's like a gamble to guarantee you're going to get something. Um, yeah, well, you know, that's, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things too, where you're not at the convention. So it's, you kind of at that risk, but, um, but you know, so just a little about the convention, like they do the, the cast reveal as well. And then there'll be, there'll be some fun, like panels. I always enjoy the panels. There's a lot of professional photo ops. There's a lot of toy resellers. What I've noticed about the difference between like, uh, Ranger, um, Ranger stop, which is the one that happens on the East coast in Orlando, Florida versus, um, Power Morphicon is there seems to be more um, fan art at Ranger Stop at least um, than at Power Morphicon. I'm surprised there aren't more fan art people, but I think what happens is because it's officially sponsored, it gets tricky where they have to, they would have to be like an official artist and they're, they don't really mm-hmm. have that. It's like, it's like the or same thing with like Star Wars. If it's, stuff. if it's space there, like it might be exorbitantly expensive. Like only certain individuals might be able to afford that. Like normally, yeah. that's what happens at like you know wizard world or something like that versus you know like granite state comic-con or something well so yeah i i am um i'm just gonna pull up the uh date really quick uh i i i would recommend the convention i enjoy the convention i i think it's fun they they do um some fun after hours stuff as well they had like a prom last time um i missed out on that but there was some other like afternoon stuff but basically like what happened last year versus the year before is last year the convention you know was attached to the hilton or uh, the hilton yeah the hilton in anaheim and um no it's not the hilton no it is the hilton god i don't know um anyway basically like if you were at the bar downstairs all the rangers went to the bar down that stairs so like it it was kind of a thing we had we had airbnb to house but i would go i would go hang out with some friends at their thing and i'm like oh my god all the power rangers are here why didn't we just stay in this hotel um but uh i'm glad we rented the house because i really enjoyed that but yeah so um one thing i want to talk about though is that the 2020 power Morphicon has um been pushed to a new date which is june 18th through the 20th 2021 um and one of the tricky things that's happening here is that um uh, power Morphicon didn't sell tickets they sold memberships so and that this way i think was the first year that they did that maybe but the memberships like whatever membership you buy, buy a ticket is included so the ticket is just a perk of the membership and i don't think there are refunds on memberships so what happened was is if you can't go to the new date your your membership is going to be moved to a non-attending uh membership and uh Otherwise you have it like I have a ticket to this new, I'm not upset because I am going to go to the new one. Um, but you know, it still is kind of crazy that they can't issue the refunds, but I, I guess they have come out and said it was something to do with the convention center and the contract they have with them. So it's, it, it I guess it kind of is what it is. I know they said they, they're, they're going to have some Hasbro exclusives, but they were, they weren't going to be done. And basically everything is kind of taking forever because of the, the crisis and you know and we obviously want everyone to be safe and healthy and all that so um so yeah so so 2021 i'm hopefully going june 18th through the 20th 
I've got my ticket. Um, they've already announced some rescheduling of some guests. So they've got Aaron Cahill is going to be there. They've got uh, Scott Page Pagter from um, he was, uh, I think, a producer or writer. Um, I don't know. I remember his name always in the credits, but I can't see it from where I'm looking. But um, and then Kevin Duaney from uh, Dino Thunder. And then we've got uh, what is this? Is this Romy Scharf, who was uh, the body of Alpha on the show? So, a couple of people go, and I do love that Aaron Cahill. So, was he also the head? Was she also the head? Um, just the body, I think. Actually, I think it was a different actor was the head. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. Even sure. it's like a horse costume, like we yeah, did for Halloween true. last year. Yeah. Um, but then um, we've also have some experience here with Ranger Stop. Um, the eighth year of that is happening this year and i have been to uh all of them but one at this point uh it's kind of crazy to me that this is the eighth one that is going to take place as of right now it's still taking place november 13th through the 15th um 2020 tickets went on sale just a few days ago and um if you are interested in attending this i have the prices in front of me it's like 40 we're not associated with them so don't feel like you have to buy it i'm just gonna if you buy it now through the end of July, it's 40 bucks for, for the whole weekend. If you wait until closer to the convention, it's going to be 60 bucks. So right now it's 40 bucks is not too bad, but I know it's also, it's tough. It's um, an up in the air kind of thing. Well, and what's really good about this too, is it looks like it's at um, the Wyndham Orlando resort, which is where it was last time. And I felt like this, that space, even though it was small, at least they had a couple of extra areas they could step out to. Um, Mm -hmm. So it definitely worked better than the um, where they were holding it before, which was, I believe, the double tree across from Universal Studios. So uh, I, I, I love Ranger Stop. I love that it happens every year. I hope that it continues to happen every year. Um, it's this was your first year going. Yes. So I, I had um, purchased a ticket on the the predication because I was like, well, I'll purchase a one day ticket because it's, it's inexpensive to go like for one ticket if you're local. Yeah. Um, and it was like, so I have a, a Friday job. So like our Monday through Friday job. So I was like, well, I can't go Friday. I don't really want to do that. And I'll go on Saturday so I can get the whole day. It was like 25 bucks. Like if mm-hmm. that, um, and it's, it was pretty neat. Um, it's definitely one of the smaller like yeah. conventions that I think I, I haven't been to a ton of conventions, but like Granite State Comic Con, I feel like is a little bit bigger because it's on multiple floors. Um, that's like Meg- a New Hampshire Me- convention. MegaCon Orlando is fairly large too. Uh, it's not on multiple floors, but it's big. So like when, when he says small, it's it is. You have to think like a ballroom sized convention, like a mm-hmm. really big ballroom, like a massive ballroom. But like yeah. that's the convention space, and it's broken ballroom. up with like uh like different areas for like people that booths and things like that. And then you have like your, what would normally be like maybe an artist alley. You have like the actual like ranger actors. I think like the size of this in comparison to what you've said before, like the kind of intimacy of it is really neat because mm-hmm. like we've mentioned previously, like, you know, turning a corner and Walter Jones is just like right there. And you're just like, Oh no. Like, what do I do? Yeah. Just, just um, walk up and they'll just like start talking to you and you're yeah, like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> um, cool. and so like, that's, that's the other thing too, because like some of the times, like the lines are not long. Like I, I did not wait in a line very long. Um, and I just walked up to the count, like the, the table where Walter Jones had his t- stuff. And I just talked to him for like five, 10 minutes, like just 
back and forth being like, you know, one of my favorite Rangers, like learning how to draw the black Ranger was like what got me into doing artwork. And like, that was kind of neat for him. Um, and like how it like fueled me getting into the career I'm in right now, like following through with that stuff. So that's, that's kind of neat and like getting to do that much more of a pleasant experience than when I was at Granite State uh, Comic-Con and meeting like the other hero of my childhood, one of the creators of Ninja Turtles, who was not the nicest person, but um, is what it is. Oh, that's too bad. That's a bummer. Uh, but it's only one half of the creators, and the other one apparently is super nice. Um, well, I like it because also if you don't have that courage in the moment, you can kind of just keep doing the circles, and eventually you'll be like, I'm doing it. I'm just going up. I'm going to talk to them, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, what Ken said, too, with that price, you can all, you can go to, like, they do really good uh, panels and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so it was, uh, you can go to a panel, you can find us. And I, at first I was like, eh, I don't know. I, d- I don't always like the panels because a lot of times they let people just ask way too many questions and they're always the same type of question. It's just whatever. And I want to hear like about their experience on the show and what it was like making the show. I want to hear about the process of it. I don't want to hear about like, uh, if Kimberly came back to the show, would you think? And you know, some people do, so I'm not knocking them. I shouldn't be knocking them for that. Um, but like the John Chewie panel, um, the John Chewie panel was, I-, I thought was really interesting because I thought he was only the voice of doggy Kruger. I didn't know he was in the suit. So he mm-hmm. talked a lot about the suit and how, what went into that physicality for him acting and then what it was like for there and then going into the Solaris night and mystic force. And um, so it was this whole, it was this interesting, I ended up finding that to be really interesting. And then, you know, that's the only experience you had with him, right? Oh no, 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 no. I think I talked about it before, but on the last night I was there, I was like, I, my friend, I have a friend who sponsored a couple of the, um, uh, the mystic force rangers to come there and like we were all going out to dinner and he invited um uh two of them to come to dinner and uh they did and they were they were nice and we had some fun and we went back to the hotel and um this isn't going where you think it is and um but then we're we're just kind of all hanging out and there were people there like if you listen to any other power ranger podcast or youtube videos you you might know who ranger liz is but Ranger Liz, I know because when I started my job, she was one of the first people on the internet who was like, I really enjoy watching your videos. And this was like five years ago. And I was like, oh, she likes Power Rangers. And she wasn't doing what she was doing yet. I just saw that she had a picture of like a Power Ranger costume or whatever. And I was like, and obviously her, her, I don't know if her screen name was always the same screen name or if it had changed or something. But, (laughs) um, but I, I always, I thought I was so nice. And then, so I met her when I went to, the first PMC and then um, and so then we like always see each other and so we got to hang out a little bit during this and she was there and then I was like Liz let's go it was Liz and um, oh my god I forgot his name it's like orange something to something orange I feel terrible because he knew who I was too and I was and I my brain is just not functioning right now Um, it's is it Thomas? I don't know. Or orange Ranger vid. Uh, he does really good videos and everything like that. I just can't remember right now, but so anyway, it was the three of us. We went into, there was like a small bar area and we were, I was just chatting. Cause I just wanted to, you know, I like hearing like people's experiences and the breakdown and just chit chatting about life and whatever. And as we're doing that in walks Austin St. John with John Tui. And there was like only like six other people in this bar and none of them were about power Rangers for us. So we both look over, we wave and say hello and then something or whatever. And then I was like, I, I told Liz, 
I was like, listen, I'm doing this. I'm going to be cool. I leaned in to the bartender. I was like, those two gentlemen, their first round of drinks is on me. And then Austin St. John ended up buying everybody shots. And uh, so what an experience. And then John Tui and I took a photo and he hugged me. The worst part about this is I was at work at like 630 the next morning and I got I saw all the messages that you had sent me after the fact. You're like, guess what? And it's also it is Orange Ranger videos or Orange Ranger vids. I looked it up. Um, So I was like, I hate you. Like if I had stayed and done like the Sunday one and like just like sacrifice gone into work like later or what have you like. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Um. It, it was it was an experience. It was a really cool weekend, and you know, I I suffer a lot with a lot of like social anxieties and sort of that stuff, and I kind of uh, retreat into myself, despite what you may think from listening to me or watching me in my other job or anything like that. But I, so I get very nervous in those sort of settings, and I get nervous even if it's like a podcast I listen to. I'm afraid to talk to the person, and I was like, people mm-hmm. can say hello to me, and I love it. Why do I think I just think they're gonna hate me and so it gets hard but it i will tell you this going to this convention is like something special kind of always happens so i always say like push yourself out of your comfort zone you know should we should see if maybe there's a way you could uh you know make some sort of like thing for people that are there by themselves or like something where you can have like a socialization event although they did reddit or like a discord group for that sort of thing like have it attached to the thing Yeah, something where people who are going can get to know the other people who are going ahead of time. Like how you used to get to know your roommate for college before you went. Yeah, they would send you the email and be like, hey, they like this, this, and this. Why don't you email each other and do this? Like, Yeah. I I feel as though, like, because I suffer very similarly, like, this kind of, like, social anxiety. Like, I hate large groups of people, yet you and I both go to, like, Halloween Horror Nights and go to, like, theme parks uh, on the regular, right? Um, And it's... Like my fiance makes fun of me because she's like, you always look mad. And I'm like, no, I'm just always like on edge because I hate large groups of people, but I love being in this space. Um, And so this, I feel like was one of those kind of conventions to like go to, to kind of like pep yourself up a little bit because it's not a huge crowd. Like it's not like it's big. There's people and it's fairly like close, but it's people of like-minded interests. It's not like if you go to like a, large comic convention it's like you have dc versus marvel or you have people who are only going for like harry potter film news or like something like that right um these are people who all love power rangers which like that in and of itself is kind of like this own uh thing this kind of amoebus amoeba right but yeah no i i i love that you kind of um see all these different types of people too that love the same thing that you love. You know what I mean? It's just all different walks of life are there. And it's, it's kind of the the confidence of some of these people. Like, so I, I've never been comfortable like cosplaying. Right. And I guess you can speak to this too. Like, um, cause you had mentioned before, like never wearing like a power ranger suit prior to that event that you had gone to, but like, you know, now it is something that you do and like you can do and you, you feel like, a little bit more like anybody can kind of be a power ranger and like seeing some of these people, like people that I feel like in high school or like in college would have been like these very like mousy kind of quiet people are like kind of really intense, like super like, you know, puffed chest. Like they are embodying that ranger force. And it's just like, 
there's it's an just, empowering event. Yeah. There's just something there where you're just like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe I could do this too. Um, which is ironic considering how skinny you are, like, like a rail thin and I am a big boy. So it's like, I am not a power ranger body type, but you know what? I think, well, sometimes it needs to be thicker boys in these costumes. So we could be the bulk and skull rangers together. It's fine. Essentially. I would be the bulk, obviously. I, I, t- I told you I want, I really want to do the cosplay of the Ranger that bulk was from, um, that the yellow what, one. Yeah. What was that? What was that called? Oh my gosh. I feel terrible for getting it right now. Wow. My brain is really not working. I didn't even start drinking yet. Jeez Louise. Um, I, I feel bad cause I hate whenever I, I, don't I know, know exactly what it is. Wants to jump on all you. I'm, all I'm picturing is the expansion pack where they have the bulk and skull Rangers where they're wearing like the purple like suit like for the what is it? I'll look it up. You can continue talking about the other stuff and I'll save you. Um, yeah, it, it's it, well, it's because that thing I never watched because I'm not into like I think it was like tabletop gaming or something like that is what they were doing. Yeah. And it's it's just it, like every episode was like three or four hours long. And I was like, I love what it's doing for the story of the franchise. And I'm interested for that. But I, I, OK, I knew there was force in it, but I was like it was around the time of Megaforce and everything was some one word thing. And I'm like, OK, um, but yeah, I want to do the Yellow Ranger cosplay i know and people be like um you haven't even seen it uh, but but even still like that's that's something about like those kind of like like that body type has never been traditionally like utilized i mean like and i get it we get all our stuff from japan and everyone in japan is very very uh very slim you know and so it's like it's i don't know it's whatever. Literally I want to see some big boys. Uh, I don't know. I haven't. But anyway, I, I'm going to get thing. in my own head about people just hating me. So it's fine. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I, I have social anxiety. <laughs> you guys can hear it in action right now. Um, but I, I think, uh, okay, his name's not Duke either. It's Jack. I have no idea where I got Duke from. Uh, but anyway, about G.I. Joe. I guess I don't know. I, I think this is a convention worth going to, especially if you're a local. I don't know. Um, I know uh, Liz likes to likes to come. She a lot of people travel here. Um, you know, I I think I'd I'd say just kind of get social with it. See see what I wouldn't I wouldn't be afraid to do maybe an Airbnb off to the side that could end up maybe being less expensive than the hotel. Um, mm. You know, or That's- maybe like fi- maybe there is a way to reach out to other people that are going and you guys could split something. I think I feel like an Airbnb is less of a risk to split because you have separate rooms than a hotel room. But I don't know. Well, the the also the thing, like considering where this is localized to and like you and I having lived in Orlando, like around the Orlando area, there's so many hotels in that specific area. You do not need to limit yourself to that specific hotel. So if there's one who is yeah, and you can seemingly unaware that there's a convention, the rates are probably cheaper and like Uber yourself over, you know, or walk depending on where it is. Cause that one is not that far or where it was last year was not that far from like universal proper. No, it wasn't. And universal has built, um, uh, actually has, well at that time, I think the, the other one will be open too, but they have really cheap hotels. Like you can get a, what's considered a two bedroom suite at some of these hotels for like a hundred and like 50 bucks a night, depending on the time of season and when it is or whatever. But you know, so for the space, what you're getting at a theme park hotel is pretty great. So, and Mm -hmm. it's like within 
it's literally just like right down that street because the the newer ones are right off that street. Um, and if it's in God, you'd like, think I'd be like working for them at this point. I'm selling right? there. If it's so like much. no, what was it November this year? It's always November. Okay, so weather in Florida a can be garbage. As someone from uh, New York, so hot, uh, like upstate New York, where we have like the armpit of the universe, like snow weather. Um, the the heat in Florida can be egregious, but uh, November Florida weather is like perfect, like fall weather. So that it's also not abrasive if you want to walk from your hotel to this convention. That's the other thing to keep in mind. Yeah, it, it, it'll it, it's still like shorts and a t shirt weather. Uh, yeah, it's comfortable and a weather here, but yeah. Um, no, but it's definitely it's like like we've been saying it's it's intimate, it's smaller. It's just one of those conventions where I do recommend the Friday because uh, it's like people are going to buy up what they're going to buy up, and then you might end up being stuck with like not a lot to choose from. So if you see something you like, grab it while you can. Mm-hmm. Um, grab it while you're there and just just get it. Um, I actually got some cool stuff. There was a, a guy there. Uh, somebody rang my doorbell, so my dogs are going crazy. Um, there was a guy there. Um, he was friends with my friend, but he um, had a bunch of like different toys you could get. But also in this one tub, he had uh, essentially these molds that he was using to build helmets off of. And he was, you know, some of them are like he was experimenting or whatever, but um, he sold me a bunch. And I got like, I, I got, well, I, I'm looking at him. I got four of them and I spent maybe like 50 or 60 bucks for I- all four. You so I didn't get the Friday ticket, but you were sending me pictures and I hated you because I was like, oh, he's getting these things. And you were sending me pictures like you got the Megazord helmet, right? And yeah, then, he, like, he had 3D printed a Megazord. So they, none of them are finished. Um, so the Megazord still has like the ridges in it and mm-hmm. um, stuff. And like, I'll have to finish it. But I was like, oh, I'm crafty. I, I want to. F- I, I was like, I, it's not for wearing. I'm like, this would look awesome if I can finish this and display this with yeah. some paint job on it. So in. Like, so I got there on Saturday. You didn't show up initially. So I went to the the Mighty Morphin panel, uh, which Austin St. John must have been on your schedule because he showed up with 10 minutes left in the panel uh, also. And that's when you texted me this to say that you had gotten to the convention center. Um, so you guys were on the same wavelength. Um, but then when I stepped out of the panel, you were like, check this out. This guy is tub. This is the guy that was selling the helmets. And he still had like, you know, three to four helmets left in this tub and you were like, ask him how much he wants for this one. So like, I, I became, don't like talking to people. <laughs> so like I, with my social anxiety, he, Rhino was like, Hey, just ask him how much for this. And so he was like, the guy was like, uh, there were two green ranger helmets, I think left. Right. Yeah. yeah Cause um, our, our friend wanted one too. And he was like, uh, 34, for each or 15 for both or so. like it was like something stupid like i was like all right well i'll just buy both because i only brought so much cash because i was like i wanted to limit myself getting yeah. back into my like uncle scrooge mentality of like i need to be a miser but um i brought a certain amount of cash because i didn't want to spend too much and i was like oh this is stupid i'm gonna buy both of these helmets because much like you were thinking i'm like i'm crafty has a, a, a college art student, right? And then a person who works in an art field, like I can do something with this or make someone else do something crafty with this so I can display it, uh, which I did. But I got a Green Ranger helmet. You got, was it a Green Ranger helmet? Yeah, I got the Megazord helmet before you were there. I got 
um, the movie, I basically have an unfinished, um, and this is, this might straight up be a mold of the legacy mask, but I just like what it looked like. Cause it's like granite is, uh, I got the movie red Ranger, the 2017 movie red Ranger. And then there was a zeo red one that I was like, it looks like he might've stopped because he might've messed up enough that he couldn't finish, but it's smooth enough that I'm like, well, I could just sand this down a little bit and paint it. I'm not going to wear it, but it also is, I think he might've not finished it because it was too big and i'm like well i have a big head so my head might fit in this but I, i'm probably not going to finish it but and then there was one that was basically it's like both it's a combination of the red it looks like it was molded from the red 2017 movie helmet in addition to the but it, it looks like it's supposed to be a green ranger version of it but not the green ranger from the movie like it's it's got like a spike down the center it with looks the like on- the um what's that episode with tommy fighting tommy um it looks like the fighting spirit uh, yeah green like ranger it has that spin down but, the back but a movie version of that yeah so it's like it's kind of reminds me of the bat in the sun one and so but it's it's again it's not complete it needs some like i need to buy um uh, clay or something to build onto it to fix some of the pieces and then Star sand it down maybe. Bit. Um, but I mean, like he sold me both. He was like, "If you're gonna buy both, I'll give you a discount." And it was like ridiculous. I was like, "I would have paid that much for one of these helmets that are unfinished." So I grabbed it, and then our friend that showed up a little bit later, there was like one Green Ranger helmet left that was like clear, and so I was like, "Yo, if you buy this, like, just get one of those fake candles, paint the thing like." greenish so it's like transparent like that's gonna be a cool display piece and he did so i feel like we pretty much bought out this guy's stock of like trash helmets oh we did because i was with when i was with my other friend before you got there he had basically a uh it was like a finished green turbo ranger helmet it didn't have the glaze on it but it it was i think it was like that one might have even been like painted green Ah, it might not have been painted but he also got a mastodon mold so there were two adam ones i think he got so basically between me bringing people over and showing him, we took uh, all of his helmets and I bet he was like, I should have charged more than like 10 bucks for the. Yeah, because we were done by like 11 a.m. on Saturday. We were just like done and done. Yeah. Um, But I mean, that was cool. There was also like other things. Um, The like running into uh, Christopher Cayman Lee. Is that? I'm yeah. From Andros. Yeah, so, yeah. like, he was one of my favorite rangers growing up um, because, like, in space, I was, like, ready to... With Turbo, I was ready to forget the franchise, and, like, I was like, I'm too cool for this. Let me look at comic books. Um, and, like, that's still my philosophy, but then I came back for in space because it was so good, and Andros was so cool. But he was running his booth like he does, and they had the uh, the data disks there. Like, he had, like, a, it was on, like, a lanyard, and he was selling a bunch of stuff, and I was like how much for just the data disc? Cause it was like all different prices. And he was like, Oh, it's this much. And like the lady he was with, who I don't know if it was like his significant other, or it might've been someone who's like helping him run finance stuff. She's like, well, it's the last one left. So we got to sell it with something else. And he was seemingly more bummed about it than I was like, cause like he was like, Oh, I told him it was this much, but also he wants it. And also like, he talked to me for a little bit. So he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, no worries. Don't worry about it. Um, because I think you had also gotten the Psycho Ranger data disc from another like seller. Um, yeah, the, the decals uh, booth guy. I have and, it. Yeah. So uh, I was like, well, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And um, he was like, well, here, take this. And he like gave me like he was wearing. Uh, he has like these um, like 
red like the the bracelets like yeah yeah and it's like has quotes from like in space and he's just like he gave me one he was like here take this he's like i feel super i was like dude you don't have to and he's like no no no, here here he's like it was nice to meet you like that moment like aside from meeting walter jones like i'm like i have two of these very legitimate like moments of these people who i grew up admiring just being super nice human beings like not even like cool celebrities to me but just like nice human beings uh so that was like this other thing so um, that's one of those things like when people ask and I'm just like, oh, if you have the chance to meet them, like do it because they're fantastic. Yeah. And not everyone's going to be is going to be like that, too. Sadly, that's the scary part about it, too, is that some people are going to have, you know, this way or that way. And, yeah, I was worried for a moment that like, you know, people say Austin, say John, he has he can have an ego and stuff like that. My experience with him, I have never really had a negative experience with him, but. Um, you know, I've heard some stuff, but then like the experience I had with him in the bar was actually, he was really nice. He was very, mm-hmm. you know, he was, I, I don't know if it's cause John was there or something, but he, he was very nice. He was talking about his daughter and, um, I thought that was nice of him to buy the shots and stuff like that. And like, he was, he, I thought he was a pretty decent guy in that moment. And I have that, that kind of special moment there too. It's, it, you never know what's going to happen, you know? And, um, but I just want to take a few more minutes before we wrap up here. Um, so again, that uh, Ranger Stop 8 is going to be November 13th through the 15th, if you're interested in going there. Um, but uh, I just want to talk uh, a little bit. You know, Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen. But as of right now, Ranger Stop is still on. Um, I know that... Uh, that uh we we said power morphicon's been moved to june um i have a feeling with stuff kind of being in the first phases of reopening but them also saying there's going to be a second wave of this virus which i do i do believe you know i I try to listen to the cdc and any sort of experts that actually believe in science um and i i'm i'm wondering whether this will happen or not but let's let's just for argument's sake say it you know it does happen what it's going to look like i i mean i have all these masks these helmets i could wear right Mm -hmm. so i think it could kind of like maybe make there's a part of it where i think people look at masks a little bit in this negative way right now but i think there's a real opportunity here um you know i was saying i hope disney kind of starts it with like making you know character faces and normalizing the wearing of the masks making it like a fashionable thing and i think we have an opportunity here in power rangers too to kind of do the same because i've seen some come up on like Redbubble or um I, I forget what the other site was it but it's basically the mask is that part of the helmet um i'm hoping for something that's like a little more of a firm covering but uh yeah i think like- that um I think that at that point, you know, it's a small convention, what we've said before. And so if they have to limit how many people can buy tickets into that room, it's, it's going to be this kind of toss up situation, you know, I, you know, because especially if we're trying to practice good social distancing, they probably going to, at that point, like, let's say they, they, they obviously I don't think can be, will be at a hundred percent capacity then, but I think probably realistically it'll be like 50, um, you know, which uh, it can still be enjoyable, but you know, what's it going to be like if everybody's, when you get the photos with the actors, are you going to be able to even do that? You know, that's yeah. That's interesting. Like to see where we're going to be at, like as of right now, we're kind of like moving into over the next few months, like this kind of like virtual convention sort of thing. But like, I'm curious where we'll be in, you know, months from now. Um, 
again, it's one of those things where it's like up in the air, like not George Clooney up in the air, but (laughs) there's no Anna Kendrick here for us. Um, I, I am, uh, I'm very pro masks. Um, so I am more than okay wearing, uh, a mask. If so, if this convention still happens, I think that I, you know, assuming that they are going to be, uh, encouraging and enforcing, um, those, uh, sort of good social distancing practices that I, I would still, I would still go to this. I think I'd still mm-hmm. want to go and like meet people. And maybe, maybe it's time that we come up with, instead of trying to be like, okay, well, it's always been like this. Maybe we need to start coming up with new types of experiences that we can have in relation right. to this. You know what I mean? Like doing the dance, the, the, uh, the dance party thing they did on that Friday night might not work as well when we all have masks on, or maybe it'll just make it that much more fun. We can all like wear glow in the dark ones or something like that yeah Ooh, it's right in the title and uh so i'm i don't know you you think that you would still go if they have uh social distancing practices or what do you think to that one yeah probably i mean uh, like i've i've already started to go out to like you know pick up things and i'm wearing masks and like alarmed by the amount of people not wearing masks. So like, if there's some sort of like way we can kind of like regulate this, make this like a social norm, like that's cause that's the thing. It's, it's not a social norm at this point. Like we have to get it to that point. So, um, I, I'm okay with wearing my mask at this point. Um, I think I'm, a, I'm past the point of like kind of self-conscious because I'm like, well, I don't want to die or make someone else yeah. die. So, um, wearing the mask is a small thing. I've like, my mom has been making masks. So I'm just like, give me something I can wear, over like one of the the kind of like higher end masks so she's like making power ranger masks for you and i um so uh that's kind of a cool thing um but yeah i would i would do this especially like because you know the the people who are going like the celebrity wise like they're gonna be wearing masks like they're gonna do stuff they're gonna be like yeah i know like i bet they'll be selling masks not to be or they'll be like standing behind their thing and be like yeah we'll do a picture this way and like that might lead to like less lower prices. I don't know, but it's, it's anyone's guess. Um, I do want to say too, we, we didn't bring it up. There are a couple of virtual conventions that you can attend now with all these sort of uh, changes that are happening. Um, You know, one was announced earlier today, a wizarding world one, not wizarding world, wizard world. (laughs) Well, that's Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, Um, And they're going to have a bunch of the time force uh, people there. And so, I sent it to you and I sent it to our friend and our friend was like, I don't know if I want to pay $50 to watch them on TV like I do every day. And I said, well, you didn't read this because it says it's free to watch their panel and yeah. what they're doing. And the what you're paying for, the $50, is like a two-minute, um, and I know that seems like a lot of money, but it's a two-minute one-on-one like Zoom call with them. Yeah. I'm, so I'm assuming you could record it too if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, so the, the thing with that, and that's also, uh, VirtuaCon is also doing something like that. Um, or VirtuCon, sorry, not VirtuaCon. And they have a couple of the Power Rangers also, but the fact that they got the entire Wizard World got like all of Time Force and, um, even in the image he sent me, it's, it's like they reuse the image because they're like all of the voice cast. And I was like, well, there's some of those, they're all face actors. Um, but, uh, the, yeah, that 50 bucks is actually also not that bad considering like some of the table prices that some of these actors have for like photographs. Uh, so to to do like a one on one thing without having like super pressure would be neat. Um, and then yeah. VirtuCon as of right now, it's Sierra Hannah and Christina Masterson and Steve Cardenas uh, that are doing it. And that's um, 
May 16th and through the 17th, I believe. I think the Dino Charge cast did something too together. And I, what's kind of cool is they, you know, there's some stuff. They're just being very casual. Um, and they were like, oh yeah, we were asked back for the, uh, for the reunion or for the crossover with um, Beast Morphers and uh, Claire, um, what's her Claire Blackwater. Is that her name? Um, who is the purple, the dino? Oh my gosh. I know nothing right now. And <laughs> anyway, she said, I wasn't, she wasn't asked back. And you're like, Oh, I don't think her character is in the footage. That's, that's probably part of it. But, but anyway, I, you know, so you never know what little fun tidbit you're going to get out of it. But I actually think the virtual, like two minute phone call thing could take off a little bit because yeah. that is, it's like what you said. There's not that there's a little less pressure to it. I mean, for me, it, causes me great anxiety because I don't have a backup. And sometimes I like to have somebody standing near me um, because I get really anxious and nervous, but, but it would be really cool to just have, I wonder if you can be like, Hey, can it be me and my friend and we could meet them, you know? Yeah. And well, and they have a third party there. Like, I think all of these things have said, like there's a third party there when you do the meetups because they want to make sure that like nothing, a weird is happening. Like no one's saying or like doing anything threatening to the celebrities. Are you not supposed to be topless when you meet them? I mean, you probably could be, uh, (laughs) if it's your costume. Um, but it's, uh, but I, I think that's definitely like necessary because you also think like there's definitely staff people that work the conventions who are there with them constantly so like a one-on-one thing would be weird if it was there wasn't a third party there to be like hey don't say anything screwed up or or like what have you yeah yeah so it it seems interesting to me and that that's somewhere where um it's almost one of those experiences too where i'd be open to something with like okay so let's say ranger stop gets you know however many they get like four of yeah yeah let's say they get I, I can't even think of a cast. RPM. Let's say they, let's say they get, yeah. Okay. So let's say they get three of the RPM Rangers and they couldn't get like Gem and Gemma to come out for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got, uh, you know, and, or let's say they get the five. Wait, how many RPM Rangers were there? Six, five, five. and then Gem and Gemma and seven, uh, seven, no. eight. There was three, have- there was three. Right. Red, blue. Yeah. And then green and black. Okay. I have to re-remember it. Yeah. So there were seven altogether. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they've got the five main one and then Gemma Gemma can't come, but maybe they could get, um, you know, those two actors to like come in through zoom for the panel part yeah. of that. I feel like this is an Avenue they should explore because then that would actually make it a little bit more like, you know, they could pay the, obviously they'd pay them, but they would pay them significantly less because it's just a Zoom call. But it would also open up an avenue for these people to make a little bit more money. And also mm-hmm. for people that don't feel as secure coming, maybe they could also be broadcasting these through Zoom to like people who have, who have, you know, done a virtual, sort of right. paid for a virtual. Like uh, a non-attending that way. It's like if you're non-attending, yeah. you also get access to these. Um, that's the other thing too. Like you bring up like paid a little bit less or what have you, but like, that's the thing to remember with a lot of these conventions. Like this is the livelihood that a lot of these actors have right now. Yeah, like, that's they're a making, good point. like if they're not f- acting in everything, like I know Sierra Hannah does like other movie stuff and like does modeling stuff, but like, you know, if they're not regularly doing things, the, the convention circuit is kind of where they're making their living. Uh, so to have that kind of like, just go by the wayside could be, 
really unfortunate, especially for people that have given so much to like us as we've been growing up. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's one of those things where I feel two ways about it, where it is, I, I, all these people where I'm like, wow, they really have committed their life to going to these conventions. What will Jason David Frank do? Um, who I guess has started like some sort of like Instagram show where he's been doing stuff with people. What, um, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, but it's kind of like one of those, I feel bad for some of the ones who are definitely nicer and they're doing it to meet people. And then the ones who are kind of like car salesmen, those ones I'm like, well, you kind of been like, you've, you've been taking all this money. You charge too much money for your stuff, taking all this money from people that, you know, are just desperate to meet you. And then, you know, you're living up your life and doing all this stuff. Maybe you should have saved some of that money. (laughs) Those are the people I feel less inclined to be nice to, but then there's always, then there's the nice people, I guess, you know, so it's kind of like whatever you feel, you know, do it, do what you feel feels right. Hopefully within a year's time, we're not dealing with having these questions. We have some sort of like more solid ground on like how things are going to go. Yeah. And again, everything is ever evolving every single day. So we say we said today when we recorded this, yeah, we'd still like to go to the convention, assuming that we're in the same track that we've been on right now. But, you know, tomorrow we could could be worse. Like I already said, it could be a whole thing where. Um, you know, we just take a turn and it gets 10 times worse than it was. And, and so every, we have to go back inside for the next six months or something. Yeah, so only Power I, Ranger fans are infected is yeah. the alarming thing. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to say that we're going to be foolish about it. Like, and I'm not going to be one of the people that's upset if it's canceled, if it's canceled, it sucks because it's something we look forward to, but you know, I believe in the safety of everyone and I would hate to be, I want to do the best. I want to play my part the best I can to save a life. And as a Power Ranger fan, I would hope that everyone else wants to do the same. So, well, with that said, I think that's where we'll wrap this one up. All right. So uh, that was just our rambling about Power Ranger conventions, specifically the two we've been to. They uh, they do appear, you know, I know that Lexington Comic Con oftentimes will get quite a number of Power Rangers there. I know that um, Ranger Stop does travel with some of these Rangers as well, and they'll sponsor them. I know they've been doing Ranger Stop and Pop at in Atlanta. That that was also moved from June until March of next year, I believe. Uh, and then they'll kind of show up at some other, I know Rhode, I- Rhode Island Comic Con, I think a bunch of them, so kind of show up sometimes Amy Joe's been there before, but um, it, you know, there's just the two that we have the most experience with. So if you've had some fun convention experiences or stories you'd like to share with us, love to hear them. Send us an email podcast rangers at gmail.com or get in touch with us on Twitter podcast rangers uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, also, I'm going to give you my personal uh, Instagram and uh Twitter as well, which is Rhino R Y N O one one eight five. So you can feel free to reach out there too, because I'm definitely more in touch with those than any of the other ones as well as I'm just not used to it quite yet with the podcast stuff. And um, Ken, you can read, you can reach him by pigeon. Yep. Uh, Carrier pigeon or um, uh, the pony express. I've heard many, many positive things about. So I'm thinking uh, I'll, I'll get on that wagon. Yes, you'll get on that wagon, and hopefully you won't uh, pass of dysentery. (laughs) Little Oregon Trail joke that doesn't quite hit just right in this time. But, you know, that is going to do it for this episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Ken, for having this conversation. And thank you. you, Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, We will see you next time with another episode of Podcast Rangers.